1: Hey, good afternoon, everybody. This is Chuck Bartok. Here we are on the 483rd episode on February 22nd, 2021, uh, with the You Can Build It talk show. Uh, 482 episodes in the bag so far, and we hope we will have more to come. I have been a bit spotty uh, this winter. Uh, We haven't been consistent every week, and Uh, You know, that may happen again throughout this year. Uh, Life situations change for a lot of us. And I may not be able to be here every Monday, but we're going to do our best. We're joined today from Sweeney, Texas, Nancy Lou Henderson. Uh, Up in Canada, Julie Whitmer, the map lady, as I call her. Uh, Jerry Callison, an author of a couple of different genres and it looks like Amy Bovard is here. Is that, is that you, Amy? The eight one four. Yes. Mm-hmm. Okay. Amy's here. Very good. I think it. Appreciate you all joining us. Uh, in the last year or so last two years, uh, this show has transitioned from general business. Our callers for years were people of different walks of life, but all of them involved in commerce of some kind. And, uh, in the last couple of years, it seems like the majority of our callers have been authors, um, published authors, authors looking forward to start publishing, and people who provide services to authors. And the reason I got involved in this industry myself, and uh, but what I found out as I started meeting other people in publishing and and writing is that. Uh, The business mindset seemed to be lacking. In fact, we saw it again on Facebook today. A person says, well, I just wrote my book. Now what do I do? Uh, (laughs) And I mean, see, no, the the point is they, they wrote a book. They wanted to write a book, and that's wonderful. But part of that, if you intend to sell your book, I mean, anybody can write a book. That doesn't mean they they don't have to sell it. But if you intend to be compensated for your effort, that's part of the whole plan when you start writing. Uh, In today's day and age, we as individuals have to be responsible for our own uh, business plan. And authors who expect to sell books are business people. Even though those who have traditional publishers, unless you are, I don't want to name any famous names, but typically published authors from real publishing companies, if they want to move up the ladder, pretty much have to uh, figure out how to do some of their own marketing and how to organize themselves as a business. And that has to do with some mundane things like expenses, Uh, what format you're writing in, how is your income received, and so on. So that's how this show, which has always been a show dedicated to growing a business, has evolved towards authors. And those people on the show today, Jerry, uh, looking at Amy and Nancy and Julie, you've, you've published a book, haven't you? No, I haven't. Oh, that's right. That's right. But you provide a service for people who publish. Uh, Julie is a unique individual in the fact that she'll speak about it a little bit. Uh, She's a a cartographer. I call it a a map maker, a person that can help illustrate your book with uh, maps that work. And uh, not only does she do maps for uh, uh, what I want to say, government entities and so on, typical things that you'd think of with for maps, towns, cities, counties, and so on. A map. About that. For instance, Nancy wrote about uh, her her uh, marriage to Frank, and she traveled a lot, and a map might be helpful to the reader reader to see the, the course that, that she's taken her reader through. So uh, that's Julie's expertise is map making. J.L. Callison has uh, several published books. Uh, not that I'm prejudiced, but I just still uh, love his book, uh, 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 Mouse in the Mouse House in for the, the love house. of peanut butter. Yes, for the love of peanut butter for the kids. But uh, his other, Jerry, I never, I, we don't talk about your other books. Name a couple of other of the wonderful books you've published. I know their names, but i uh Rotunda. Oh, oh, yes.
0: Rotuna yes. I, That's right. I, I've been having trouble with my audio. Do you hear me? I I did.
1: You you broke up a little bit, but we did hear you. That's right.
0: Okay. Um, uh, I I did Rotund Roland, which is an anti-bullying love story, as I call it, um, about a kid with gigantism who is uh, bullied because he's so much bigger than everybody else. Um, Mm -hmm. And it's the love of a young lady
1: that turns his life around. Um, it, it, that, that is an amazing story, and uh, I, I think it's a lot of inspiration in that book. I mean, it's a helpful book, I would say, wouldn't you, Jerry? But, uh, that
0: that was my purpose with it. Um, I I wanted to get it in front of kids and uh, then be able to deal with the bullying situation in schools. Um, then I did uh, Stranded at Romson's Lodge is my first one. That was, that was yeah, published. was that's by good, Games Out of uh, New York. It's a story of two high school seniors that are kidnapped, flown to upstate Maine, and dropped off at a hunting lodge. And uh, the pilot hits a goose on takeoff and crashes, leaving them stranded at Romsen's Lodge. Um, and then I have a little novelette called My Donkey and the Master. That is yes. a retelling of the gospel story through the eyes of a friend of Joseph of Nazareth, um, a friend of the That's family who, <laughs> who uh, travels with them and and does uh, does different things. Uh, you know, he, he observes everything that well, almost everything that happens in, in the scripture. It's obviously a lot shorter. Um, yeah. But it it kind of tells the gospel story through a different set of eyes uh, to make Mm -hmm. you look at it a little bit differently so that you don't just say, Well, I've heard this a thousand times, but you're looking at it from a different perspective. Um, Mm -hmm. I've got a couple others that I'm uh, working on publishing,
1: but don't have out yet. Good ones. You're right, Nancy. I want to share that that little short book on the uh, Uh, of the scripture, uh, I found it to be very interesting because one of the problems so many of us have, I'm saying the generic us, you know, the world uh, or whatever, I'm not pointing out any uh, single individuals, is that we have become, uh, what's the word I want to say, uh, uh, tunnel visioned. Yes. You know, th- 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 this is the way it is. And, and that's always been B.S. My teachers would never allow me to accept that's the way it is. They constantly Gosh. wanted a different aspect of it. And, and Jerry, I have to praise you on, on that book, even though what is it like 100 pages. It's a, it's a small book, 120 pages or something, something like uh, that. I don't even remember. Yeah, but, but it, uh-huh. it, it is worth it, and, and, and they can get that on your website or uh, on Amazon, of course, J.L. Callison, C-A-L-L-I-S-O-N. Uh, take a look at Jerry uh, on Facebook and on his website, jlcallison.com. Amy is here today, uh, and Amy has joined us in the past. Uh, her books are, again, an inspiration. It's interesting how – and when I first met Nancy, and she – shared with me some of the content that she was going to put in her first book, I was blown away because the three authors that are here and Julie with her talent represent people that are writing on paper or, you know, I guess they're writing on computers now and having it printed on paper stories that have a message And there's nothing wrong with any of us listening to other messages. And uh, I want to uh, focus uh, on Nancy for one reason is that uh, she wrote about her love affair and marriage with Frank uh, from the beginning. And if we looked at modern society and saw a picture of these two kids and I mean kids, you know uh sitting on the hood of that car what were you guys 18 years old or I think uh,
2: yes exactly picture,
1: yeah and and okay. uh fell in love made a commitment and it lasted uh, through the length of their marriage and Frank was alive and the beautiful thing is it persists today 20 plus years later and uh, I just have to uh, you know I know I'm, I'm an old uh, advertiser because that's what we're going to talk about is advertising. Nancy put this history or memoir in four books. It could not be put in one book. And it's a delightful read for anyone, uh, especially I have shared it with young people contemplating marriage uh, and uh, actually old people who are contemplating marriage. <laughs> no, uh, People who are uh, are involved in commitments because we all need to be. We all need that little shot once in a while, you know. Bring us back into perspective. I know for the last six eight weeks, I've definitely needed to be brought back into a perspective. So that's our, our uh, and Amy, Amy's books relate so well with a wonderful touch of humor. Her transitioning from being fully sighted, a peripatetic teacher of english as a second language traveling the world and suddenly finding out that she's losing her eyesight and her books are very 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 inspirational uh, for anyone who is suffering challenges and and maybe how how to cope with them so we've always had some wonderfully interesting people here but these people have written good books uh they need to be sold And one of the things that we all do or should be doing in order to enjoy a flow of sales is marketing and sales. And one of the tools that has been used for eons uh, has been advertising. And uh, years ago, we were all used to billboards. We were used to uh, uh, ads on the radio. Then we evolved into television very visual ads on television. That became a whole huge industry. And uh, now we have the internet, which is one big advertisement. (laughs) And, uh, and, And, you know, the social media platforms and so on. And one of the things that we as individual authors can manage and manage well is advertising. And the key in my estimation, and what I've tried to help people is to, number one, spend some time to get to know your audience. Now, let's take, just for fun, I'm going to take Nancy's books and her theme. There's, a, there's an awful lot of people who just would not be interested in that kind of a book. And, and nothing against Nancy, there's just a whole bunch of people that think that's all bunk, very cynical people. Her job is not to convince people to change their way. Her job through her books and sharing her memoirs is to help others intensify an already existing situation. Same thing with Amy Bovard. Her books are designed to help people uh, handle problems and challenges Jerry's books has a message and Rotund Roland, yes, I'm sorry, I always forget that, is a beautifully written, very uh, instructive, uh, not instructive, it, it, it puts the thought of bullying and how a person can cope with it. And what I think is beautiful is what helps this young man, Roland, is love, which kind of ties into Nancy's idea <laughs> and Amy's. And Amy, Amy speaks of love. Hi. Julie, nothing wrong with maps. I don't, I know you love maps, but I had to, you know. anyway, advertising. So I'm going to start off, Jerry, what have you found? And well, what have you found to be the most effective method of advertising for you? And how many different formats have you tried? Is Jerry there? Did you go away, Jerry? Maybe Jerry. Hmm.
0: Okay, I, I had myself muted. I'm sorry. I'm, okay, it's okay. Uh, like I said, I'm having trouble with the audio on this. Though, oh, okay. So, okay. Um, I, I apologize. My most effective has been always been in person. Um, okay. Advertising I've done online, I'm probably not good at it, um, has, has been uh, a net loss. Um, oh boy. but my, my best has been, you know, in person, uh, library functions, uh, you know, places where I'm out with people, where I could talk one-on-one with people. Um, then, uh, I, I do pretty well with getting my message out, but I, I struggle trying to do it with, uh, with online marketing. Um, okay. Okay. I, I I do some, but I I've just not been not been successful. I've, I've been trying to learn on it, but uh, haven't
1: gotten there yet. Can, can I ask the the question? I, I know you've tried these things. Do 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 you feel? And this is you know how do you feel? Are you directing advertising to a specific group of people, or are you being very general in your advertising? Uh, Efforts,
0: uh, I've tried both. Okay, okay, okay. Um, for the most part, it's been pretty general. Mm-hmm. Uh, I've tried some specific ads, you know, for targeted, mm-hmm. um, but uh, they did nothing. Mm-hmm. Uh, the ones that I kind of did on a general basis, I got some back out of it. Uh, I can't say that I got back as much as I put in.
1: Wow, interesting. Okay. But pressing the flesh <laughs> and the in-person, which in my estimation has always been the most effective way to sell something, and let's face it, we're we're talking about selling books and selling ourselves, which happened to be the book. Um, there's nothing that beats it. However, we have suffered, as Jerry knows, in the last... Uh, Twelve months or so in this country, this uh, pandemic thing has closed off a lot of avenues for that, Bye. and uh, and it, that has been difficult for Jerry. But the other thing to kind of I understand your frustration with online. One thing that we have done, or I've, I've done, I guess you'd say because it goes back to the old days before the internet, when I was marketing and selling. I always ask for help. And and asking for help uh, always seems to work. So when I use social media as an advertising vehicle, there's usually a statement or a question in there. Uh, just a statement that, you know, we would really appreciate your help. And it's amazing how many people pick that up and spread the word, the advertisement, the, what it is we're trying to get people, whether it's to, to read an article on your blog or actually buy a book or come by and have dinner or whatever, buy a, buy a used car. It, it, it's all the, the same, the same concept. 301, that's Lou and Karen, Right.
2: Yeah, we're Happy, here. Sorry, we were a little well,
1: late. Now, that's okay. That's okay. Julie Whitmer's with us and Jerry. Uh, Jerry's been muted on and off. And of course, Amy Bovard and uh, Nancy Liu. So, in, in Jerry's case, I, I don't have answers for him, but there are some things he may want to attempt. And it's not necessarily spending money for ads, advertising does not have to be a cost or costly venture. Uh, in, in Jerry's case, somebody says, well, you, you know, he's pressing the flesh. That doesn't cost anything. Yes, it does. It costs him time and energy and, and money to get there. Uh, and sometimes you have to pay for uh, entrance to a show or, or whatever it might be called. So it's not always free. But one of the things we want to analyze is what is the most effective Use of our money, and how does it relate to the return on investment, which of course we're all aware of. Um, let's go to um, let, Let's go to Amy. Uh, what types of advertising have you been using, and what do you feel has been most effective for you?
3: Well. <clears throat> I think my speaking has been most effective when I, whenever I speak and even on zoom, that's when I can make some sales. Um, Mm. so, but I'm trying different ways to do it online. You know, like I will write a review, I will post a review, a link to a review to a group of people and see if that works. You know, I'm just, so far, it's not been so successful, <laughs> but mm-hmm. I'm trying to do it, and I'm trying to be really consistent, like on Twitter and on, you Bye. know, uh, yeah. So those so, uh, oh, groups.
1: Yeah. Okay. 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 Uh, and the other thing that I I have been noticing that you're doing some guest appearances on podcasts. Yeah. And then you yeah. very effectively share those on your website, and use social media to announce those occurrences, to send people to your website where they can watch or hear your podcast or Zoom meeting and things of that nature. Uh, it's interesting. Yeah. I would I would think that people who picked up on the social media side would have an interest. Whether they pursued it and how far they pursued it, I don't know. But they went there for a reason, you know, specific reason. And, uh, uh-huh. and that, that's the whole concept that I use with social media. We try not to sell anything on social media. I want them to be sent to our store, you might call it, website, uh-huh. and, and uh-huh. get to know us better. Uh, yeah. for instance, you can learn all about Amy on her website. You can find out how real she really is and therefore, if you're interested in those books that she has written that may be of help to you, you may have a a, a, what's the word? a little more impulse to, uh, to 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 buy it you know and and there's nothing wrong with buying books. it's a good thing. <laughs> And, okay, Lou and Karen have, have devised some very interesting advertising avenues. And, again, if you would share with us what you feel has been the best for you and what other things have you tried, go ahead, Lou and
3: Karen. Uh, yeah. Um, I remain a stalwart for advertising on Facebook, although I had a few uh, Problems with Facebook a few months ago. Oh. Um, and uh, no, they decided my posts were political and it was. Oh, very that's difficult. right. <laughs> yes, uh, because with uh, the ro- uh, ro- 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 Roman, Roman times, yeah. Along, uh, this month at about uh, five per day. And I think the trick is, as you say, the objective of the ad is a short blurb on the book, something that will catch somebody's interest, uh, followed by a link to the book. And if they click on the image or the shop now button, it takes them to the Amazon page and they buy it. So that's simple and very effective advertising. Uh, I am now doing Google ads and Amazon ads. I haven't checked Amazon ads lately. Uh, I am selling some books that way. The advantage of Amazon is that you do know uh, that when you have sold books.
1: Right, right. And it's interesting. I have. I mean, a lot of. I'm glad you brought up the Amazon ads. Uh, I think it's called AWS. No, no. Uh, uh, no. Uh, Ams. 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 Yeah. The. Uh, w- again, it takes some. It takes some thought, because you're given a little bit of space to say something about your book, the the blurb, if you want to call it. And of course, that's all search search stuff. And then the choice of keywords. Some people say you use thousands of keywords. I haven't found that to be as important as the choice of those keywords uh, tied to that uh, advertising. And I'll tell you what, we have been extremely pleased with the return on investment, ROI, on our Amazon ads it's about nine to one. For every dollar spent, we brought in nine dollars of royalty, not sales, royalty. They, they tell you the sales, which is insignificant because you don't spend the sales, you spend the royalty dollar. So uh, again, very modest use, not spending a lot of money. It has proved to be a good effort. Uh, you know, you're not going to go to Somebody says, well, why don't you do more of it? Well, I don't know. Well, well, you know, there's a lot of, why don't I walk more? (laughs) Why don't I eat less? (laughs) But, but no, I I want to uh, give good, uh, what's the word? Good stars to well-designed Amazon marketing system ads. Some people are geniuses. There's books you can buy on how to do it better. Uh, I personally, some people have said it did nothing for them, and then further investigation, we find out that they didn't use basic common sense business practices in in doing it. You know, it just just because you buy an ad doesn't mean somebody's going to buy something. It does take thought and energy to make sure that you're reaching those people who would be interested. So uh, I'm glad to hear that you and Karen are, are utilizing it and, and having success. Anybody uh, else? using? Yeah. You
3: know, I would I would um, encourage anyone who wants to do that to read a book called Amazon Ads for Authors. Yes. Uh, it yes. gives you a step-by-step how to do it and how to do it smart and what not to do. And uh, and uh, uh, like I say, it's uh, the advantage of that is that, uh, you know, how many sales you actually have.
1: Right. Right. And there's nothing wrong with that, you know. Yeah. And, and the other thing, Lou and Karen, I have done this. I will advertise the same book with little different texts involved have you done any testing test marketing at all oh yeah
3: oh yeah okay. well as as far as that goes um, <laughs> i uh i think right now i'm not using any uh grabber on it because it's just going to take them to the page and they're going to get all they need from okay uh the book page
1: okay uh, very good okay
3: yeah, you only get a single line about your book. And so yeah. if I have something on there, I'll say something like an epic journey. Right.
1: You know, right.
3: Uh, and pique their interest with that.
1: Karen, how how is your new book, your brand new book, been faring with the use of advertising, or have you been doing any advertising?
2: Um. It has not been doing terribly well. I mean, it hasn't been doing badly either. Um, I need to sit down this week and, and uh, go back over you know, what I'm doing and, and stuff. And, you know, because I don't know. I think I think my blurb was um, it wasn't a grabber.
1: Okay. Okay. That's interesting. I rewrote
2: it some so that I think it's much better. And, and I'm going to, you know, investigate using that. that one. Well, put it on Amazon too. That first sentence—that's that's a good
1: deal right there. Yep. Yep. You, you know, and, and I think we all have to be not afraid to test, test mark. Mm-hmm. and and when you do that, don't spend a lot of money on, on going back to Facebook just for a minute. Uh, I spent an off—I I did an awful lot of two and three dollar advertisements. And then analyze the differences to see what grabbed, what worked, what didn't. And it gives you an indication. It also helps let you know where your market is. It, it can right. be very helpful that way. But, you know, these people say, well, you know, I'm spending, I spent $50 or $100 and got nothing back. If you spent $2 six different ways, spending $12, bucks, you might have learned something. Because all of this is a learning process. I don't know anybody that's an expert, although there's a bunch of people that tell you they are. (laughs) I
3: I will offer you uh, one other observation, and and it's something I need to discuss with Karen. I think there's a critical mass in book sales Mm -hmm. uh, that, you know, basically when The Eagle and the Dragon started, it sold basically between one to two or so books a day. Okay. And it stayed at that level forever, and okay. you know, I wanted it to get to three because that would be basically go to a hundred a month. Right. Uh, right. And then all of a sudden, it jumped up. Uh-huh. Uh huh. My advertising budget hasn't changed. My advertising strategy hasn't changed. I think. it's case, uh, Having sold more books. Uh, I am now. Uh, because Are you there? We're here. Okay. yeah.
2: Well, so I, I muted
1: myself. I, I, well I muted myself because Lacy was barking and, uh. Uh, so she's we're just gonna let her bark the heck with it. <laughs> there you go. You but, know, but that,
0: uh, Lou, inter- interesting. Lou,
1: go ahead, Nancy. I'm sorry, uh, go ahead.
2: I'm, I'm sorry, I didn't mean, but but uh, I think Lou too. After a while, word of mouth of your book, other people bought it, read it, and then bought it for other people, and then those people bought it from, and it was it it has to grow that way, even. Through ads, it grows by people actually like word of mouth getting it out, too. Uh, yeah, you might not what, know
3: that's that. That's what I think the uh, critical mass is. Right. Sold, once you've sold a couple thousand copies, you've got a couple thousand people that you don't know. that are few, uh, that mm-hmm. are telling that, uh, this is a neat book, you ought to read it. And that is... Right. Uh, ...kind of advertising.
2: Right. So and, a and, lot yeah, of but, the, here. Go ahead, uh, A lot of the um, libraries now, I keep getting uh, uh, emails from the Missouri County. They are doing uh, Zoom interviews uh, with... Uh, uh, Arthur's are actually talking from Zoom. I was supposed to do one of those the day we got the ice storm and mm-hmm. there wasn't a way. But uh, they're actually having the authors come on and, and they, if you want to get in, they give the stuff out and people can ask them questions and I thought that was really cool way for the library to help out, you know. Yeah, uh, oh, wow. Great idea. So, you, so any of y'all might want to check.
1: Nancy, then then what you're saying is anybody listening to this today, tomorrow, in the future, it may be to their benefit to check with their local libraries. Uh, the reason right. I say that is we, we have small towns uh, 10 uh-huh. miles apart, which is still our market area. You know, I mean, we don't have just we have a library in each town, but we are. OK, let me put it this way. Since we're a, a rural area, a person can have notoriety. I won't tell you what I'm notoriety from, you know. <laughs> uh, it, 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 it might help to contact your local libraries and see if they are having author Zoom uh, time. And if not, maybe suggest it
2: right. as and a way also to the- encourage reading. Their county libraries, uh, these locals are part of those county. And if you can spread it there, uh, and I, I just think that I thought it's what a cool idea. You know, you just yeah. they give you a time and, and here they normally will have an author day that people can go in before COVID. And you could set a schedule and they right. were advertised right. that you were going to talk and be in the library. But what a better and and actually if you wanted to sign books right there. You could sign those books for whatever they want to say and mail them to them right there. You know, tell them, Hey, this is my, my, uh, PayPal account. Go ahead and send me the money and I will mail you this book. You know, um, it, it you, you have to be pretty proactive with that kind of stuff. But, um, uh, you know, it, it's, uh, I, have got to tell you, uh, uh, talk about advertising. I got into some yesterday or so, uh, my, Uh, history teacher just just published his first book he had been having them run off at the uh, quick copy and binded a poetry and he his chiropractor said let me get in amazon and i'll put it up there and publish it for you wow wow like 89 or 90 years old and he published it and it's a little bitty thin book of poetry that he wrote and he sent me a copy in the mail and he wrote this quote. He says, I know that you know how I was about my wife. And I know that you you will see Frank and you in this in this poetry. And uh, wow. I called him. And he said, yeah. I said, you got it published. He said, yes, I have an actual published book in my hand. And I said, <laughs> but I had thought. The funny thing, though, is I have four books of his that are bind binded like they would bind a, a book um, yeah. school Book type thing you know it's regular book uh notebook pages the size you know right. that kind of thing anyway and i had thought you know i ought to get in touch with anthony and see if he can get these in a book and surprise him with that uh just because i wanted him to have that feeling because he's he has been writing poetry all of his life
1: and he's and only 90 now.
2: And, and it's called Whispers of Love. His next one would be Whispers of Joy and Fun. And the next oh, one wow. will be Whispers. And I, I told him, I said, um, but for that chiropractor to take that, his work, and put it in book form and get it on Amazon, and he picked this beautiful cover. It's a tree that has least a heart, but two hearts hang down that are bigger. And oh. it's it's red, and it's called Whispers of Love, and it's just beautiful. And um, okay, we we
1: can we can find it on Amazon.
2: Yes, and his name is um, Pat McLeod, P A T M C L E O D McLeod. It looks like, but it's McLeod. And uh, um, I have it on Facebook I advertised. I advertise it everywhere. I told him, I said, I'm going to be your advertiser. I said, you're going to be on Twitter. He says, what is Twitter? I said, never mind. You don't want to know. Anyway, but yeah. um, you no, know, it's it's just he was our history teacher in high school. And and he became very good friends. He's probably, I would say, 10 to 15 years older than I am, most likely. He was young when we when he taught. But uh, what's, what's his last name, McLeod? Uh Uh-huh. MC? MC, capital L-E-O-D. There's another Pat McLeod on, on Amazon also, but his is, his book is called Whispers of Love.
1: I just found it. I just found it. Yes. The two hearts on the tree. Yes. Now, now let me, this is very important. The chiropractor, his chiropractor, actually did this for him as a, as a service or as a friendship, right? Right,
2: right. Exactly. Now, if Pat is
1: re, Pat is receiving the, the the money, isn't he? Right. I mean, yeah, the, the, he, he
2: the, just the, wanted the, him to have his stuff published. He says, Pat, I need you to have a book published. And he owns in Bay city. He has in an antique place. He has a little cubby hole where he sells antiques. He says, I'm going to take my books and tell the newspaper that I'm going to have them there. And I'm going to sell them there because he says, I think I can make more money off of them there. (laughs) I (laughs) I said, yes, you can. And uh, I said, uh, let me know, and I'm going to put it all over Facebook that you got your books at that address and you're signing them. And uh, he says, and I could, he, I said, or you can tell them to, to call you and, and and you can address, you know, mail them to him like you mailed to me, you right. know. And uh, I said, uh, you can pre-sign them if you want. And then, you know, he said, yeah, I could say have a great day. Enjoy the book. So I said, yeah. Anyway, but it's just um, I, I know how thrilled he was because he, well, you know, this, he has is, all of very, my
1: books. Nancy, this is very interesting. His reviews are primarily from the UK.
2: I, I put one up there, but I don't know if it put well, my name.
1: But, but, but you know, I'm mean, just going to read this. I was inspired to buy this book after hearing a couple of Pat's poems and wasn't disappointed. My only negative comment is against Amazon. I wasn't happy when I got the book and realized the cover (laughs) price was 5.99 pounds, but Amazon claimed the price was eight. And, you know, in other words, she she got mad Uh because Amazon billed her too much. But it's interesting. This is really weird. The audience of the reviews that are listed in the top of the reviews are from the U.K., yeah, You know, I mean, I, I just, I find So UK may have more poets, people who appreciate well, poetry. Do. Yes.
2: Yeah. When you go on these, um, uh, um, on some of the sites that I'm on, the, a lot of them are from Europe and, and over in there that are poets. It's, okay. it seems like they're really from over there, but I, I shared it on LinkedIn and yeah, I, um, uh, I, I shared it everywhere that I thought yeah. I, and, and I told him, I said, uh, we're gonna make you famous," he says. "Oh man, I have a pub- published book finally, and I'll be famous." He can sew. He is. He is so funny. He was raised oh. by his mother. Had four well, or five Nancy,
1: children. Nancy, Nancy I'm gonna throw you a suggestion for advertising. Since you're his press agent, we've already now he's nationally famous from this show. Why don't you? Why don't you and he do a Zoom interview? And that Zoom interview could be on your website. It could be on Nancy Lou Henderson's Facebook page. We could share it. Your friends could share it and put it on your YouTube page.
2: The problem is the man doesn't own a computer. His his were all typed up. Uh, I mean, he typed them. That's how he got in the book the first time was they were just typed up on, um, you know, regular Typing paper, and right, then right. he sent them in, and had them. They copied them and put them into us. Well, I wonder if his chiro-
1: is if his chiropractic friend, his
2: chiropractor, could... might, or he has a daughter that yes. might, because he couldn't read my books because his eyesight's not real good. And right. he said so. His daughter is reading them for him and letting him know the good parts.
1: Okay, <laughs> everybody, everybody on the call, everybody on the call. Can't you, wouldn't it be delightful?
2: Oh yeah. To, I mean, you for, would love for, him. For,
1: for authors to watch and listen to a man that age who is so excited about having his book published. I mean, to me, that would be a delight. And how much right. could we all learn about other things? Nancy, you have a new job.
2: <laughs> now, uh, uh, my, my, uh, either that or I'll have to go to Bay City and film it and put it in. Nancy well, yeah, <laughs> there,
1: there you go. There but, um,
2: he he is just a thrill I mean uh to talk to in the first place and he he's he's just something a history teacher he knew I mean he could go on and and act out what was going on you know and uh wow but uh Frank adored him and and uh but it's just funny that that I was so shocked when I got it in the mail, I was just screaming. I was as happy as he was. I thought he got, he got it published. Yes, see,
1: as an aside, wasn't Frank a history teacher? And was he yes. maybe his yes. his choice of being a history teacher inspired by this man?
2: Oh, I'm sure. I'm sure. Um yeah, Frank loved history, and 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 he would he was definitely this man came to College Station when we lived there and had Scotty and slept on our couch just to go watch the Aggies do a review and and go in the stadium and everything. He he's just um, he was a cheerleader in college. <laughs> I mean, done everything, and uh, he made himself a suit that was totally orange and everything because he could sew. He, he, his wife says, taught piano. She says, I can't sew, but he sure can. Made a, a real men's suit all orange because Van Vliet colors were orange and white to wear right, to the football team. Right. I mean, he, he's he would just be interesting for me to just.
1: Nancy, Nancy, with your personality and your knowledge, you could make this man nationally famous. What what does everybody on the What does everybody on the call think about
3: that? Yeah, (laughs) sounds good. Uh, Uh,
2: I I think I'm going to uh, uh, for sure, you know, try to get him uh, to talk to me. Uh, He's one that that he went by to see about my mom every time he'd go up see his brother up there. They're real close. They talk together and. Uh, but you know his poetry is just beautiful i played i said pat i wrote some poems but probably not like yours so i played him the one i had it recorded on the phone so i played it to him uh he called me on my home phone so i could use my cell phone i said this is the first one i wrote and it was bouncing golden Cur- curl yes
1: oh my. he favorite. said
2: yes. oh my god nancy he says that is awesome i said don't expect much fat because I said, it, it, it just it, comes every it, once in a while, and he said, he said, oh my gosh, that's just, I have one I've got to write poetry about, you probably saw the bomb wire with the spider web on it covered in yeah, snow, yeah,
3: yeah. I wrote that's a short a type poem.
2: thing, but Very I want good. to write uh, a poem about it, I just wrote a little bit that day, and and it's really not what I wanted, I wanted to start talking about the snow, and then get into the spider web being hung in there. But uh, anyhow, I, I was busy with pipes and stuff. I hadn't had right. for
1: that. Well, you know, everybody, I'll tell you what, This we, we, we wanted to talk about advertising. <laughs> and advertising is really a product of creation, also. You know, authors create books, writing, poetry, novels, whatever. But advertising is a creation. And, and we bounced across some ideas today where with the use of all the tools we have today, which are, again, low to no cost, we can help ourselves and help others. Because I'm, I'm going to probably you, you all might not like what I'm going to say. If Nancy did pursue this to help her former history teacher, become a little more well known I don't think the man is concerned about making millions of dollars oh, no. you know. but, but my point is by Nancy doing this and she's a genius at this on Facebook anyway helping others it all comes back to you so again it's a form of advertising Nancy through the back door and and I don't mean that to be to be uh, crass. But it's good. It's, you know, the United States JCs, which I spent age 21 to 36 involved with, the last sentence of the JC Creed is entrenched in my mind. I mean, I'm sorry, folks, it's just part of my... Service to humanity is the best work of life. And we know from experience, or at least I do, the more service to humanity I perform, the more reward I end up with, even though I wasn't chasing the reward. It just shows. And, uh, you know, it's just something for all of us to think about. Hi. Uh, Nancy, I'm excited. I mean, I really I wish I was closer. I'd love to be because I would love, and, you know, this is what bothers me because my great nephews and nieces know nothing about my parents who are their great-grandparents, okay? And I'm the only one left in our family of the knowledge of my grandparents and, and their his, you know. And uh, what we have to do is we have to put some of this stuff into posterity. Uh, uh, and and right. this man, this man's life, what he's done, and everything else, has to, would have to be impactful to a lot of people. Not everybody. Everybody doesn't need to hear from him. Everybody doesn't need to hear from me. But, but, but I'll bet you there's a large segment of the population that would enjoy this. Anyway, ladies and gentlemen, it's getting on to 4.30. Um, how about uh, Karen and Lou, do you have anything to add to the conversation today?
3: Uh, no, I think, uh, uh, and I'm actually doing something uh, uh, similar uh, for someone who died several years ago. Oh, yeah. Uh, oh. Uh, My team chief from the National Emergency Airborne Command Post was an Army colonel, and he died in 1997. And he wrote a book, finished a book on a Saturday and died on a Tuesday.
1: Oh, no. Oh, wow.
3: And his wife just called uh, uh, earlier this month and wanted to know if I could help get it published. And so I'm working on it. Fortunately, I hope uh, the disk is en route and I can read the disk. Yes, so yes. It's a <laughs> disk. Yeah. <laughs>
1: yeah. <laughs> That's ancient history all by itself, isn't it? Yeah. yeah.
3: yeah. And so uh, I am uh, hoping that uh, uh, we'll be able to read the disk. If not, I've got a paper copy, and I had started scanning it in and editing it that way, but the disc has pictures on it, which...
1: Oh, wow. Oh, great. Great. So, great.
3: Um, well,
1: Fantastic. Fantastic. I have a
3: How
2: question about Julie? for Lou.
1: Oh,
2: oh go, okay. ahead. go ahead. Uh, go on, Lou, go ahead. what's this about Telflex? I saw?
3: Oh! <laughs> oh, yeah! <laughs> Telflex is a site uh, that you can put your book up and get it screened for not much money. It's I, uh, I, the basic is sixty dollars, and that, that's a one-time fee. And um, and I upgraded this year to standard because when I read the fine print, uh, their monthly picks uh, are. Basically, emailed out to a lot of people, including uh, Screen Production. Oh. And uh, and by upgrading the standard, uh, that mine was screened for a pick, and we will be in one of their up and con- coming email blasts. So. Um, Very good. Very good. Um, <laughs> Karen's doing the same thing.
1: All right, $60, that's not a bad, that's not a bad investment.
3: No, it's not bad at all.
2: Okay, and I let's saw go back okay. want
1: to. Yeah. Okay. I need to wrap it up. Uh, no. Jerry, any anything for you to add, then we'll finish with Julie. Uh,
0: I just want to echo what we were talking about with uh, Nancy and what she's doing. Um, we were talking earlier about advertising, my best advertising return uh, for online has been when I've been promoting other people's work. Ah,
1: thank you yeah, for saying by, that. Thank you for saying that. By me
0: sharing what other people are doing, um, right. that has drawn some, some interest back to me. I've actually sold more uh, from doing that than I have from I- any of the ads that I've put on either Amazon or uh, Facebook.
1: Very good. And I really appreciate you sharing that with the audience, Jerry. If, if that is something that uh, we all can take with us, uh, promoting others uh, is, I, I, I just have never seen it not be a benefit. But it doesn't happen instantly. It's 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 something that uh, there, there's a whole bunch of words and there's books written about all this. But I think you all know what we're what we're driving at here. Uh, what goes around comes around, and pay it forward, and so on and so forth. Julie, your thoughts for the evening before we leave?
2: Yeah, I've um, I've started to get back in touch with a lot of the people that used to meet at networking groups, just to oh, sort of find yeah. out what up to and having, uh-huh. having one-on-one and wine and zooms and and uh just catch up and and then share what's new in their businesses with like people following me and anybody that i know Very so it good. is like sharing like building up and supporting small business generally Yeah.
1: Yep.
2: and local business yeah, so and, and, and that
1: and that's important to you because you are uh your, your market is more, you know, not that you don't need but I think you're approaching it in net, networking and working in the community. Uh, another thing that we learned years ago, uh, again, going back to the JC's, those of us that were actively involved spent an inordinate amount of our times as young people in our 20s and early 30s uh, donating our time to our communities regardless of what it is, what it was. And for some reason, I, it's amazing how many times the phone used to ring because somebody saw us and me or, you know, doing X, and they wanted to thank us. And by the way, what is it that you do? You know, one of our members uh, was a young man who was on the verge of a drug problem. He was a sale maker kind of a creative individual, if, if you really understand making sales. And he had a little hideaway place. Nobody knew he was there on, on the Coast Highway in Dana Point. And he joined the JCs and, and he took over the circus one year, the first year he was a member, and put on the best, I mean, he, the most organized project we've had in years. And all of a sudden, people from up and down the coast of California were showing up at his shop to have him make sales, you know, and and I I really attribute it to the fact that he got involved in his community actively. I guess it's called networking. I don't know. Everybody, I really enjoy being back. I hope that um, those of you listening to this program today, tomorrow, and in the future will take some of these ideas that have been shared here today and apply them to your successes. This is Chuck Bartok speaking to you from the banks of the Sacramento River, very dry Sacramento River, empty almost, Uh, wishing you a a wonderful day tomorrow uh, because, you know, there is no alternative. Thank you, Nancy, Julie Whitmer. Uh, We had uh, Amy Bovard left. uh, Lou and Karen McIntyre and J.L. Callison, thank you all for joining us. Bye for now.
0: For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile